Blog Talk Radio. Welcome everyone to another episode of The Roman Show for the week of February 18th and we're excited because we are welcoming MMA Ambassador, the creator of the Florida MMA Awards, Mr. Frank Morajan. This coming week, ladies and gentlemen, The Roman Show and myself uh, are nominated for well, the Roman Show for Best Podcast and myself for Best Spring Announcer here in the state of Florida. So we welcome Frank Moore, John, of the MMA Awards on the Roman Show this week. This plus a whole lot more coming up next. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in the Booster, go. Retro, go. Lido, go. Fly. Guidance, the Roman show with your host Rodolfo Roman Rodolfo Roman here, your host of The Roman Show. Thanks again for tuning in. Make sure to follow us on our socials. That's Roman Show Media, both on Instagram and Facebook, and The Roman Show on Twitter. Visit our website, theromanshow.com, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com forward slash rroman0201. We got a new interview with Kamaru Usman, who will be taking Tyrone Woodley for the UFC Waterweight Championship on... March 2nd. So Kamaru, who is also the commentator for Titan FC, talks to us a little bit about commentating uh, at Titan FC and his title shot against Woodley. Uh, so make sure you tune in to that interview available right now on our YouTube channel. Guys, make sure to get yourselves a collar and elbow t-shirt. Visit collarandelbowbrand.com. That's the website. Use the promo code the Roman Show all in caps and you'll thank me later. Those t-shirts are absolutely amazing. I got a couple of them myself. Great quality, good product, long-lasting, and the best thing about it is that it looks good. February 23rd, 305 Fights returns with another amateur fight card at the Miami Scottish Rite. Tickets are available as we speak. 305fights.tv is the website. 305fights.tv is the website. Or head on over to theromanshow.com and you'll find us some more details on how to get your tickets for 305 Fights. Myself will be ring announcing. Make sure you go out there and uh, watch the great action of 305 Fights. Uh, they always do a great, great, great show. Not only do you get martial arts action, but you also get entertainment. You get singers and breakdancers and so much more. So head on over right now to 305 Fights. Find them also on social media and get your tickets for the show this Saturday. All right, we're going to talk some pro wrestling coming up next on Reality Check. And now, it's time to give you a Reality Check. Indeed, we are getting closer to WrestleMania. Elimination Chamber took place this weekend. What can we talk about that pay-per-view? Well, it was was okay. Uh, I was a big fan of the women's the inaugural women's 
Tag Team Championship Elimination Chamber. Sasha and Bailey are the champions. It was very emotional at the end, especially uh, knowing that these two women are the first women tag team champions of the WWE. Definitely pioneers and leading the path towards more diversity when it comes to women in the world of professional wrestling in the WWE specifically because now they got their tag team championships you got the two championships individually both on Raw and SmackDown and they're giving a platform for women I mean the women are leading the storylines in my opinion on the roster uh, on Raw and on SmackDown with the whole Ronda Rousey Becky Lynch and Charlotte and doing a phenomenal job with it you know, Becky Lynch playing like the whole Stone Cold Steve Austin angle. But I have to say that the ladies are doing a kick-ass job. Keep at it because it's the main attraction in my opinion. And at last we're going to get two women or three women to main event a WrestleMania. And it might happen this year at WrestleMania 35 when it takes place in New York at the MetLife Stadium. Well, Ricochet, Aleister Black, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Champion. Champa, you know, well, you know them from NXT, but they have now jumped ship to the main roster. Triple H made the announcement that they will be part of Raw, uh, and they'll be competing, which they did. However, we don't know exactly how long this is for, if it's permanent, uh, if Tommaso Champa is still going to be champ, Gargano, is he going to be still North American champion? We don't know. But we did learn the NXT is a now a third brand. It's not this developmental promotion anymore. No, it is an actual pro, another brand of the WWE. So maybe we could see some flip-flop. Maybe we can see some NXT guys on Raw and SmackDown to spice things up every now and then. You know, some exchanges. Why not? I think it'd be a, a, a really fun idea to see characters and wrestlers that you tend to not see on, the, on Raw or SmackDown. And, and mix them up. We get to see some cool matches. We saw Finn Balor and Ricochet teaming up. Now imagine those two going at it one-on-one. That will be a match. So very exciting stuff happening over on Raw and SmackDown. And things are changing. Things are changing. For instance, Kofi Kingston uh, in the Elimination Chamber was taking on the rest of the guys, including Daniel Bryan. And I must say that Bryan and Kofi Kingston, wow, did they deliver Everyone, everyone in that arena was chanting for Kofi. Now, surely they did not put over Kofi as far as winning the title. But I can see Kofi and Daniel Bryan matching a match on Fastlane. I don't think it will happen in WrestleMania. I mean, I'd love to, but I don't think it will because it doesn't have that, that money power, right? It's not going to put the asses in, in, in seats. But I do feel that this match will take place in Fastlane. Again, it would be great if Daniel Bryan were to lose the title against Kofi Kingston and then they, they duke it out in WrestleMania. Again, I'm not sold. I don't think it will happen. However, however, you can see that people want change. They were asking for Kofi to win. That didn't happen. But we're getting closer. I think we're definitely feeling, we're seeing the changes. And we're getting it, little by little. And I think they're definitely getting a clue here of far, as far as what to do with changes 
in the WWE. In other news, DX have now has now been announced that they will be the first inductees of the Hall of Fame this year. This includes China. Road Dog, Jesse James, Billy Gunn, e, uh, X-Pac, Michaels, and Triple H. That's right. You heard right. China. China is getting inducted in the Hall of Fame, not individually, but as part of a group. Hey, listen. I know we want China there individually. She more than, more than, than, than enough deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. For now, this will do. For now, this will do. But this is an opportunity for us to definitely remember that lady who did a lot in the world of pro wrestling, especially for the women. She won the Intercontinental title. She was in the Royal Rumble. She definitely led the way when it comes to opportunities for women in the world uh, wrestling back then, Federation, and now the WWE. So kudos for the WWE for somewhat indirectly inducting China into the WWE Hall of Fame. All right, guys, we're going to talk to Frank Moore, John, the creator of the Florida MMA Awards. It comes back. Last one was back in 2013, well, 2019. And here we are. We're going to go ahead and acknowledge and thank those in the mixed martial arts community in the state of Florida. It's going to be a great time. There are no more tickets being sold. The sold-out show, however... You can catch it on Facebook. The announcement has just been made at 5 p.m. this Sunday. And tune in to see if the Roman Show wins Bed Podcast in the state of Florida or if myself wins the best ring announcer in the state of Florida. Either way, I want to thank everyone for voting for us at the FloridaMMAAwards.com. Again, many people were voting for uh, those two sections there. So thank you very much for took the time and voted for myself and the show. Really, really, truly appreciate it. And now all the voting will now be, everyone will be aware who's going to win this Sunday at the Florida MMA Awards. Win or lose, guys, I want to thank everyone again for taking their time and uh, voting for the show and myself. All right, guys, Frank Morjohn, MMA Awards, coming up next. Welcome back, everyone, to the Roman Show. Once again, follow us on our socials. That's Roman Show Media on Facebook and Instagram and The Roman Show on Twitter. And we're always live on the website, theromanshow.com. Well, it's a very exciting uh, weekend here in South Florida for mixed martial arts. we got two amateur shows going on this Saturday with 305 Fights and also Combat uh, Live or Combat Nights uh, at, uh, in Fort Lauderdale. But on Sunday... Everyone will get together. Everyone, uh, the who and who of Florida MMA will be at the Miami Airport Convention Center, the Doubletree Hotel, this Sunday at 5 p.m. It is the Florida MMA Awards, and we have the creator of the Florida MMA Awards, an MMA ambassador of the state of Florida, Mr. Frank Moore. John Frank, 
thanks so much for your time and thanks so much for putting this together i know it takes a lot of work especially to get all these promoters all these fighters everyone the who's who of mma in one building yeah it, it, it's amazing but first of all thanks for having me on Adolf. i greatly appreciate it it, it's a night of recognition and celebration, man, and it's uh, getting everybody together who did play their part in 2018 um, for the sport of MMA in Florida, the promoters, the matchmakers, even the media like yourself, and, uh, you know, who's always continued promoting the sport of Florida and making it happen. You know, it's amazing uh, how, how far we've come. I mean, we go back, way back, Frank, to the beginning where there were shows two, three shows a weekend at one time. Uh, we yeah. had, I don't know, like 10 shows a month. Um, but we're still here. We're still doing it. MMA is still alive and well. UFC's not coming to Miami in April. Uh, they're coming back since, I don't know, over 10 years to the American Airlines Arena, a big show that's going to be airing on, uh, on ESPN. Uh, but this event right here pays homage to those people that, that do the, the little work here in the state of Florida to get the, 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 the fighters or fights uh, to get them out there in the big stage of the UFC but of course you know first I want to thank you because you nominated myself uh, as a ring announcer for the state and also the Roman show uh, for podcasts uh, here in Florida so, so thank you very much for that we're looking forward to hopefully coming out victorious that night well no no thank you needed man it's, it's the work that you put in it's, it's the efforts that you guys you know, using your platforms, your media platforms with the, with the blogs, Facebook lives, and, and everything that you do is what got you nominated. So, and, and that's the whole point of the, this whole thing is that, again, people who've put their time in, people who've put their work in this year to promote um, the sport itself so that, like you mentioned, so the UFC can take notice and say, you know what? It's time to go back to Miami. It's time to, we know what we've said, we'll never go back there. It was the worst numbers yet. But because of the push that I believe that the community in Florida is doing, is everyone else is taking notice. Like Again, everybody knows that this is a hub for fighters. Like American Top Team, Coconut Creek is the headquarters of all the UFC fighters. You know, you've got... Uh, MMA Masters, you've got other schools that are that are here in South Florida that are just giving out fighters to these promotions. But as a as a promoter to come down to South Florida and make a show, that's a different story. So again, you know, now we have Dana White coming saying, hey, let, let's give him another shot. And um, and, and you've, seen the, you've seen the video, so we'll never go to Florida, it's the worst record ever, but blah. And then all of a sudden, they tried Orlando. So they went up north after after they came down to South Florida to Sunrise. They went to tried Orlando. Seventeen thousand people showed up for that. They realized it was a market now in Florida. And a few years later, now they're back in in South Florida on April twenty seventh at the Miami Arena. Man, so, and and I think that plays tribute to what's going on in the state. And so again, the Florida MMA Awards that night is is to say thank you to all those who put to keep continuing. I mean, you remember when you started, how many MMA media companies were out there when you started? And then back in the days, and then all of a sudden, it started trickling down, trickling down, and those who were hardcore into it survived, like yourself, and for those who didn't, moved on to, to other things and, and, and left the sport. 
but it's people like yourself with the drive and the determination to always promote MMA in Florida is what I believe has brought, uh, brought MMA to the forefront in Florida. Again, we know about the fighters, but as far as coming to Florida and making, and making these events, it's a different story. So I think because of everybody's hard work, we've gotten to that level to where we're recognized, to where we're noticed and say, hey, South Florida is not a bad market to go to. It may be a tough market, but it's not a bad market. You know, um, this year we've had 251 pro fighters fighting in Florida uh, for Florida promotional companies. We've had 22 pro events um, with 10 promoters. So 10 promoters put their money in Florida to do 22 shows and they contract 251 fighters in order for the 2018 Florida MMA movement to happen. Huh. And, 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 that's, and that's some good numbers. Have we broken the, the numbers? If you look at the statistics for the last five, six years, have we broken the, the 20 mark? Um, only one. <clears throat> have we done that? Yeah, it's but, looking good. It's looking good, Frank. We've had a lot of shows, a lot of pro shows, and we're just in February. I mean, that, it's looking really good because there was a time yeah. that it was MMA shows, pro shows were scarce. Absolutely, absolutely. So I, I think I think it, it had to happen. The Florida MMA Awards had to happen. The the support of it is has been amazing and, and greatly appreciated. But we're also giving back. We're also giving back. And real quick, so so as I do this and as I go on to these talk shows and, and everybody asks me the questions, some people are asking the same questions over again as to why. Um, the structure of it. How how are we going about it? As far as how are we continue to nominate for next year? Is there a plan? Is there a structure? Are there criteria for every category? So I I want to address that, and I want to thank mm-hmm. you for the platform yeah. and you giving it to me so that I can address it. Mm-hmm. But for next year, because the feedback that I'm getting, it's been a popularity contest, right? Mm-hmm. Popularity contest. Hey, you know, you're getting the voters, you're getting the fans to to vote on it. Does that really mean that they deserve it? Well, I'll tell you what. If, if the fans who are buying the tickets don't have a say in it, then you're just living a fantasy land as far as how well you're doing. And it should be a mark to say, hey, you know what? How well are we doing? Let's, let's go to the fans. How well is the experience that these fans are having? What do I have to work on to make this uh, promotion or my or even as a fighter? What do I got to do to build my social media up? Let me talk to the fans. Let me create that fan base and see what they say because they're in it. They're the ones buying the tickets. They're the ones investing into these shows so that it can happen. So for me, when they say, oh, it's a vote fan, those are the guys who are buying your ticket. Those are the guys who are supporting you. They, they have to have a voice in these nominees. Now, at the same time, I agree that certain categories shouldn't be based on fan votes. I agree with that. I'm, I'm the creator. I'm telling you, I agree with that concept. So, for example, best male fighter. Best male fighter this year, we have uh, Christian Lawson. We have uh, uh, James Freeman, uh, uh, Jose Caceres. We got, we got Andrew Helner. We got Amory Ora and, and Oliver Murad, right? So if you look at that category and you, you compare them, there's two people that stand out incredibly, right? Mm-hmm. Which is which is Oliver Murad and Kristen Lawson, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the critics out there 
are saying, okay, let's just focus on that one category. Tell me why these other three are nominated because of their record, right? Right. And my argument is this. Those six guys are the, the top six who, who have fought more times this year. And it's only going by this year. I'm not going by 2017 or 16 or 15 records. Just this year. And some of them have great records. Some of them don't. But that, the people who don't, who are nominated, who are 0-3, for example, that doesn't, that doesn't mean that they, they, that they haven't stopped building their camp the coaches invested in the fighters, taking time away from their family, you know, training with, with, with the team and, and everybody putting their two senses in order to make this fight happen. That doesn't stop that. They're still doing that. Now, I think you would ask the fighter if, if the outcome, he liked the outcome. I'm sure the fighter probably would say, man, I wish the outcome would turn out. But that doesn't stop them from fighting more times than anybody else, going through the same motion than Oliver Murad, who is, who is three and zero? But most importantly, forget about records. Forget about all that stuff and how you're comparing one fighter to see if, if they're even in the in the categories and stuff like that. Everybody in that room that night deserves to be there. Period. Whether it be their their fan base, they have a great social media and everybody's following them, or simply by performance, they they have the right to be there because they're the names that pop up after we do the base. So to answer the question as far as how we're going to do it next year so that there is no fan base in, in these type of categories so that way, let's say, for example, Oliver Murad, who, mm-hmm. who again, is to me the pure example of why we're doing this show. If you haven't heard about Oliver Murad, that guy is amazing. Like, he is the new UFC prospect, for sure, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that... That night of the awards is going to tell you who that guy is. I mean, he's 3-0, was undefeated for 2018, has the fastest, one of the fastest knockouts this year, top five, one of the fastest submissions, top five. He's the only guy that can say that. And and if no one knows about him, this is what the award show is for, the mission of that fighter. And as well as everybody else in every other category that, that hey, we didn't know about <clears throat> Daddy Colazzo, who is coming up the best male fighter. Um, we didn't know about, you know, uh, Victor Fernandez or, or, or Max Quinones. These are the names that we want to introduce in case you don't know to say, this, this is what their, their efforts are for 2018. But real quick, to go back to the question of how we're going to do it next year. So we're creating a, a panel of five people who are going to sit on a board, a committee, and we're going to follow every fight, every promoter, every fighter, as we've been doing these last five years. But this time it's not going to be based on one person or give the uh, perception that is based on one person's efforts as far as who's going to be nominated, who's going to win. So we're not, some categories we're leaving up to the fans, for example, UFC's favorite fighter of the year. Mm-hmm. UFC's favorite fighter of the year, that's, that's a fan vote, right? So we'll leave that category. But for some, it's going to be a committee that's made with five people. It's going to be at least five criteria for uh, the categories. So, for example, best promoter of the year. Best promoter of the year is we'll have five criteria. One of them being how many events they did in the year. Second one is how many uh, fights they had on their card. Third one is how well were the fights. Fourth one could be... 
um, you know, how they're distributing that show, whether it be UFC Fight Pass or Flow Combat or HCF 365, whatever channel they decide to use, um, that will be one of the criteria. And we'll rate that criteria from a score from five to one. Five being the best, one being the lowest, right? So at the end of the day, all these five people come together, they put out the nominees, they create the, the criteria, we, we, we round up all the score numbers, and the person with the most scores wins the category. And, and that way there's no, you know, it's, it's fair, it's based on their performance, and hopefully what it'll do is tell the person in that category or show that person in that category, hey, if you want to grab the, the, the award, look at how you're up, you know, look at what you need to do, and hey, maybe we should build a better fight card um, if we want to get this award. We want to get a, we want to get a five on this category. So in order to get a five, we want to make sure that, that our main event, our co-main event, you know, or people that that people want to come see and it's exciting fights and things like that. Overall, you'll see that that every promoter in Florida wants that. They they want that good show. They want to put on a best performance for the fans, you know. And so we had 251 fighters fighting this year, right? There's over 500 fighters in, in the state of Florida of, of an MMA. So half the people didn't get to fight in Florida, but that doesn't mean that they're not fighting. That means they're 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 traveling to Georgia, North Carolina, this and this and that. So putting on a good show uh, with those five criteria will get you the nominee, and of course, maybe hopefully win the award for next year. Well, Frank, I want to thank you so much, and thank you for um, really going into detail as far as what's going to happen next year. Uh, this is the Florida MMA Awards taking place this Sunday. It's the third, because the first was in 2012, then 2013, yes. and then we got 2019. Uh, so looking forward to everyone being there at the uh, Double Tree in Miami. That's 711 Northwest 72nd Avenue. It's sold out, so you can't go uh, unless otherwise. Right, Frank? They can reach out to you, though. Yeah, reach out to me if you want to go. Um, there's no way you can buy a ticket. The ticket link is off the website. But if you want to come, reach out to me um, at, at my Facebook page, uh, Frank Bonihong, or FloridaMMAAwards.com. Uh, you can reach us at the website or the Facebook page as well, uh, Florida MMA Events. Uh, reach out to me. We'll see if we can get you in and hype up. We just want everybody to come out and support. It's a red carpet event. It's a black tie event. Just come out and support all the promoters, all the matchmakers, everybody, all the fans. And hopefully we'll see you guys there. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. February 24th, Sunday, Florida MMA Awards returns. It's going to be a great night. Hope to see everyone there. It's the who who who's of Florida MMA. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners all around the world, Welcome to The Showdown. Well, there you have it. Frank Morijan of the Florida MMA Awards. This weekend, Sunday, make sure you tune in and find out who the best of the best, the who's who of uh, Florida MMA. They will all be there. It's the only place that you can find all of the promoters and all of the fighters and so forth. You know, under one roof and only one man, that's uh, Mr. Frank Morjohn, is able to put that together. All the promoters under one roof. That is pretty neat. All right, guys. Uh, very disappointed. Very disappointed. I'm a big Kane Velasquez fan. 
uh, was really looking forward to his comeback. He had not fought quite some time. Fortunately, it only lasted 26 seconds as uh, Francis Ngano knocked him out. Now, you you got to state the facts. Kim Velasquez knee buckled. It gave out. And Francis took advantage and knocked him out. So, either way, Kane got knocked out. We, we hear that. But at the same time, there was a freak accident. Kane Velasquez, although we thought he was be going to come in there 100%, which physically he said he was. However, things happened. His knee buckled. That is something that he did not anticipate. And the fight ended in 26 seconds. What does this mean? Is it a, a, the end for Cain Velasquez? I don't think so. I think Cain has has a couple of more fights under his belt. Now, is, does it really bring him down as far as you know title opportunities? Of course, there's no doubt. But it's sad because this is a guy who's been prone to injuries. He was out of action because of injuries. He comes back. And he gets knocked out in 26 seconds. So it's pretty disappointing, pretty frustrating. Um, I mean, if I was King Velasquez, I'd be frustrated. I, I took a look at the post-interview. He himself was in a happy camper. Now, Francis Ngano called out Brock Lesnar, Daniel Cormier. But, but I'm sorry. All right? I know everybody right now is, is, is hyping up Francis Ngano, but let's not go too far. Remember when he took on Derek Lewis? The boringest fight of the UFC. Ngano didn't do anything, and now because he got lucky because Cain Velasquez's knee buckled and knocked him out, they're, they're, they're all losing their heads over Francis Ngano. Now, I will tell you, though, I, I do believe Francis Ngano could knock out Brock Lesnar. Now, Daniel Cormier, I don't think so. I really don't believe. I think that Daniel Cormier will defeat Francis Ngano. Man, I don't care how hard he hits. But absolutely, DC, by far, the best heavyweight, or one of the best heavyweights in the world of mixed martial arts. Kron Gracie made his debut against none other than our, than our buddy here from Miami, Florida, Alex Bruce Leroy Cassidis. And a great, great, great debut. Uses jiu-jitsu. Made it look so easy in his debut. He came in undefeated, but he made it look oh so easy against Cassidus. Valerie Loretta, originally from Miami, Florida. I had the opportunity of uh, actually announcing her in one of these uh, uh, amateur MMA award, uh, fights. And I had to tell you that she pretty much impressed me. She has a Taekwondo back, uh, back has a Taekwondo background. But why was she impressive? And the best thing about it, if you were able to catch the post-interview, she gave a shout-out to Palacios de los Jugos and La Carreta, which are well, it's pretty much a, a, a landmark here uh, in Miami, Florida. Uh, but Valerie looking really good and, and as a fighter. But, I mean, let's face it, Bellator has money here. She's a very pretty girl, very talented. They're just crossing their fingers that she keeps on winning because Valerie is definitely getting uh, a lot of hype uh, for who, who she is. And she's good. I mean, let's face it here. Her stand-up was, was clean. Uh, her punches, her striking were on point. Uh, of course, the kick was back on 
Alright guys, again, hope you tune in this Sunday, Facebook Live for the Florida MMA Awards, 5 p.m. Tune in to see the Roman show myself win and come out with some gold this Sunday. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll catch you right here on the Roman show next week. If you haven't been on, you haven't been heard.